Welcome to Muller Time. This is episode 23. Well, good evening. We're up to 23, right? 23. On. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel good about that. Okay. Uh, we'd like to first start off by <laughs> well, always laughing at the beginning without fail. Uh, I'd like to wish, or we'd like to wish a happy birthday to Mr. Robert Muller. Oh, that's right. It was his birthday this weekend. We just missed it because it was right after we taped the other show. Uh, he turned 74 years old. He's getting up there. Yeah, well, <laughs> but the man is. Uh, Tell me the man's not, you know, they do those things about Chuck Norris, you know, Chuck Norris is tough. <laughs> you know, it's tough. Robert Mueller. I, I don't think he actually celebrated his birthday. What do you think? Well, I was, by the way, well, I think I was thinking about that. I can picture him. Honestly, the guy took one hour, not even an hour. I can picture him late at night in some office, you know, blowing out the candle and then getting back to work. I, you know, he strikes me as a guy that does not care about birthdays. Well, he's a very serious man. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure is you know he's got a wife and a family. I'm sure they want to celebrate. Okay. But I really I really kind of enjoyed thinking about that. I I really think the guy took just a moment for himself alone and then went back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So the um, the Paul Manafort trial, the uh, prosecution rested. They did. Yep. Did that happen today or did that was that no well, something happened on Friday where they had a um a meeting at the bench and it was shut down for like an hour. Well, we we have and there's transcripts that no one can see. We have a problem in this case. Have you been reading about this, Judge? Uh, tell me. So Judge uh, T.S. Ellis, um, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but he's he's there's something <laughs> there's something wrong with this guy. He's been incre- unbelievably harsh on the prosecution. He's mocked them. He's asked his own questions at times, which I didn't even know a judge could do that. He's uh, telling them to speed it up. It's we don't need this right now. Now, did he disallow all the photos of like the ostrich jackets? Yeah, he yeah. said he he kind of was backing up Paul Manafort like there's nothing wrong with being rich. Like yeah, well, one of the uh, reasonings I heard on the news was that once it's established that he spent this money on clothing, it doesn't matter if it's from Pick and Save or it's from Gucci. It's the fact that he spent money that shouldn't have been spent. So it doesn't actually matter what it was spent on. Right. So, well, that, that's kind of of a benefit to the defendant. Yeah. Mm. The, the case is extremely strong. But like I said, we, th- we're in one of these situations right now where all of us, from Robert Mueller down to you and I, to every American, there can't be any mistakes. No, we, we can't. Everyone has to, it's like, use whatever sports analogy you want. Mm-hmm. It's, we all have to pitch the perfect game. And we don't need this judge, whatever the heck is going on with this guy. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the case is strong. It's a, <laughs> it's a paper case. So the I guess the defense is gonna they have a couple of days to call whatever witness they want and then um, I think this thing's gonna be now, wrapped did up. Did I hear on Rachel Maddow earlier this evening that they might not even call any witnesses for the defense? Yeah, we we have no idea. Yeah, uh, they. I can't imagine Manafort's gonna be stupid enough to to go uh, in the box. There's a great article in the in the New York Times today on the. It's just called the rise and fall of Paul Manafort. I don't know if you got, if you I, saw that, but I missed that one. I put it up on uh, if you guys get a chance. Oh. It's on the Mueller Time Facebook page, All right. and it's just it's really good. It opens with him getting these unbelievably expensive Yankee tickets, mm-hmm. and just how he basically he he overextended himself. The guy's you know yeah. his finances are unbelievable. Well, yeah, he really wanted to live the lifestyle of the rich and famous. He and he has sold out his country to try to do it. Yeah, he. They go back and talk to people he went to Georgetown with, and he's. They remember him as a, a highly intelligent, you know, ambitious person. Who I mean, look, I've never had money, so I don't really understand. <laughs> but once you're loaded, I mean, come on, you're rich. Yeah, but he wants to be even more rich. That doesn't make sense to me. 
Well, I also think we'd, we'd have to know more about them and you'd have to talk to the people who know them. But basically, these guys are, I think they enjoy being, they're gangsters. Mm-hmm. They're criminals. They they like it. They like their greed. They chose that life, like Tony Soprano. I mean, <laughs> if you watch that, if you were a fan of the show, that's, I mean, he all but said it. I, I am a gangster. How can we use to make whole? How can we use to make whole? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the uh, one we got to the one year anniversary of Charlottesville. Oh yeah, I was glued to the TV all weekend. Yeah. Oh well, I was glued to the Twitter machine all weekend also. Yeah, yeah. Just in in in, in a presidency of nonstop low points, I think you think that'll be in the top five or. Uh, well, you mean this weekend's Unite the Right two? Uh, the, the first one. The, well, the first Charles. one's definitely going to be in like the top three of the most horrifying incidents of the Trump era. Absolutely. Absolutely. This weekend, no. The different right. story. Yeah. Well, okay. One thing that's really people aren't really giving credit to. Now, in the years since Charlottesville, mm-hmm. look at all the participants from the Unite the Right rally of 2017 that were outed and lost their jobs right. and lost their standings in society. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2018, and 25 of them showed up this time. Yeah. So that says a lot about the people of this country demanding, like, we, we're not going to tolerate this. That's There's a lesson there. And yeah. the power of when social media can be good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've all learned about the bad parts. But mm-hmm. yes, if you are in a public sphere as a Nazi, there's nothing wrong with someone using their own mm-hmm. sl- sleuthing to find out who you are. If you're intimidating people and they, you know, they killed a woman. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put your picture up there. We're gonna find out who you are, mm-hmm. and then we'll let things take their course. I mean, because they had plenty more than twenty five um, in Charlottesville in twenty seventeen, and they had what was maybe maybe it was thirty that they yeah. got to DC. With, yeah, uh, who was what's the Jason Kessler? Jason Kessler, yeah, jerk. Let's reiterate what yeah. Charlottesville for one night in this country. Nazis took over a major American city. They, they for one night they they controlled that city. There was no police. There was no nothing. Mm-hmm. I that I mean that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Something else I saw pointed out uh, by a few different Twitter accounts this weekend was the police protection given to the Unite the Right to rally holders as they were getting off the subway and marching to the park. They had full on police protection, and that was contrasted to the protesters in Ferguson a few years ago who were attacked by the police. Yeah, I, you know I was thinking about that actually. I was thinking what. Okay, I understand that our tax dollars go for police protection, but why do they get, like, they got their own subway car. Mm-hmm. I think there's an argument to be made in court somewhere that if you require that level of protection, that you should have to pay for it. Correct. If yeah. one of us gets, we, we live in Hollywood, if one of us gets lost up in the hills somewhere because we are totally irresponsible hiking and there's a helicopter rescue, this we can be billed for that. Yes, but you don't have a constitutional right to hike in the Hollywood Hills where you do have a constitutional right to say whatever the hell you want. I think well, I think you make a great point. I think this could definitely go in front of some kind of court though. Yeah. I mean, that's your own subway car. Imagine what the bill was to the taxpayer for these 25 losers. Correct. I mean, that is just crazy. Yeah, well, who do they bill? Who does the bill go to? Yeah, us. Yeah. Mm. Like Trump's golf carts and all this <laughs> other I would love to know what when they total it up. I would just I just want to see that number, all the yeah. money that that he spent. Um, oh, that those numbers pop up on Twitter all the time. I know whenever similar numbers like how much money has uh, been spent on golf cart rentals at Trump properties since mm-hmm. Trump's been president. Cal Griffin um, on Twitter always has numbers like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So um, moving on, Roger Stone's uh, time is coming. Oh, I think. Yes, don't you think so? Oh wow, I can't wait till he gets that indictment because he's he's not going to volunteer. He's not going to go easily, and he's he's going to try to flee if he gets indicted. He's the guy that's going to run. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I can't, oh, that oh, a slow speed Bronco yeah. chase with Roger Stone all day on all the cable networks. That would be awesome. Where's he going to go? I mean, to the west side from the east side of New York? I mean, where? Will they let him into a Russian embassy? I. Somebody asked me on the Mellow Time Facebook page, do you think this will end with Trump taking off in a plane? And I said, <laughs> you, you, as, as, as crazy as you think that is, did you think any of this was going to happen? I, I'm not going to say that's out of the question i mean they they've taken all kinds of people over yeah. there um oh you just said something that now i lost my train of thought but well uh people fleeing oh no it's about roger stone um yeah his 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 time is coming oh, i think yeah. yeah well um his his associates now are wait oh someone's getting indicted this week um one uh, oh dude no i remember okay at polit sorry sorry to interrupt you at politicon <laughs> so you as i recall did you ask Roger Stone if we could interview him? No, but I did have a run-in with Roger Stone and his security detail. You did, yeah. What happened? Well, um, you and I were separated at the moment. I can't remember what you went off to do, but uh, Roger Stone and his security detail come through the lobby, going towards the the convention floor, and I get like a full-on. St- we're on podcast without cameras. I get a full-on stiff arm, like get out of the way. They didn't actually say get out of the way. But I was not going to say violently pushed, but I was definitely physically moved out of Roger Stone's way. Shoot. I, I mean, I guess I knew that happened, but <laughs> shoot, we totally we could should have grabbed the cops. I mean, yeah, well, no. can't can't touch someone like that. I, I am not going to uh, say that it was worthy of police attention <laughs> like that. Um, that one like right wing guy who like Maxine Waters brushed her hand against him and he was screaming. Remember that assault? Oh, well, how about when Ben Shapiro was on with um, Zoe Turo on Headline News and, uh, you know, he just put his hand on Benji's shoulder and Benji was threatening legal action afterwards on Twitter. Wow. I mean, that's like like I've been saying, a lot of these these right guys, it's it's all about their issues with women. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's if we could just get them some kind of help so they could maybe do better in that aspect of their life, we wouldn't have a lot of these problems. Yeah. So yeah, Roger Stone. Uh, I mean, you don't have to be an expert on Mueller to know the the walls are closing in. Yes, there. Uh, Sam Nunberg is one of his right hand men. He was interviewed by Mueller. He's on TV every day. Um, this other guy, Andrew Miller, refused to talk to Mueller. That's the guy that I was thinking of. He's getting indicted this week, from what I'm hearing. Oh, for sure. Yes. No, um, that's that's going to go down. Wh- why would he think that he doesn't have to talk to Mueller? They all think they're above the law. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't get you want to sit in a jail cell till this is all over because that's what they're going to do. I, maybe they're banking on Trump pardoning him. I don't know. Is Andrew Miller famous enough to get pardoned by Trump? I I didn't know I, who the guy was. Roger till, Stone, I'm sure is. Yeah, it's possible. Mm. And then there's a third guy. Who's that other guy they interviewed? Credico. Oh, yeah. Randy Credico. <laughs> What's his story? He is a. Do I need to Google him up? So, Rand, no, unfortunately, I'm far too knowledgeable okay, about good. this. <laughs> So Randy Credico is a New York kind of stand-up comics. Just, just He's a from char- that world. Just a character that only could be in this Trump debacle. <laughs> okay, you're totally going to know this dude's story. Keep going. <laughs> he's a he's a stand-up comic activist. He's actually a very left-wing activist, right. which I think is how he got involved with Julian Assange. And mm-hmm. but he's just this guy who, I mean, I don't. He doesn't come off to me like a dishonest guy. Like he goes on TV, he says, you know, he says he's he's going to talk to Mueller. He's just 
I, I don't think he's like any kind of target. He's just a part of this. Now, uh, did he have? Um, did Roger Stone say that Randy Credico is the guy that was passing information to, to Julian Assange? He, Ran, Randy Credico is Julian. What they say is he's Julian Assange's contact in this country. Okay. Like he would go, he would go visit Julian Assange, come back, and tell Roger. He would go to his little Ecuador like balcony in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like um, <laughs> Shay Julian. He's like a middleman. Okay. So basically, um, yeah, he's uh, he's his contact. He's the man. Yeah, he knows things. So they said that he's been. Well, the thing is, they said Credico has been subpoenaed for September seventh. Okay. So I would assume you wouldn't indict Roger Stone before that, but I don't know how these things work. But Giuliani says it's going to be all over by September first. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't put this. I didn't. I'm not going to play this clip, but. You can go online and find it. I just it wasn't worth this podcast time. But Giuliani and Jay Sekulow, who's the other uh, fake TV lawyer, they did a radio show. They did a call-in radio show where they talk about their strategy. You can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And these fucking like douchebag callers call in. This is so this is so crazy. They're mm-hmm. calling in saying, "Yeah, you should uh, do it like this, like <laughs> like interactively." I and mean, they have no idea. And yeah, these the, the, their audience has no idea how the law actually works. The, I, okay, so you're talking about um, Jay Sekulow. Hey, he has his own radio show that he does every day. Mm-hmm. And I know they had, did a show with Giuliani last week, the mm-hmm. one you're talking about. But also last week, the two of them filled in, were guest hosts for Sean Hannity's radio show one day. Right. Now, that that just, that just everything is big, giant conflict I, of interest. But that's even, I don't even know how to describe that one because Sean Hannity, as we've learned, is not really a journalist. He's part of Trump State TV. Uh, they shared the they shared the lawyer and Michael Cohen, and now Trump's current lawyers are coming on his show to give their propaganda. Uh, how is that? Now this is on radio. How is that within FCC regulations? Well, I think that thing where they worked together, where they were taking calls, I think that was when they took over Hannity's show. No, they did two things because Jay Sekulow has his own daily radio oh, right. show, and I see his tweets every day. And the show you're talking I think you're about, because right, um, I yeah, heard they, that they made news. When Giuliani did his show earlier in the week, and then it was either Thursday or Friday that the two of them did Hannity's show without Hannity. Mm. They just took over the show. Yeah. Now, Hannity being on uh, AM radio Mm. on the airwaves, he is under FCC jurisdiction. Uh Are are all the equal time laws out out the window these days? And I I know the equal time laws um, work are are on the airwaves, not necessarily on cable TV because that's not the airwaves. But on on broadcast television, broadcast radio, is that fairness doctrine still a thing? That's I what they, I'm. Ta- that's what I'm speaking of. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone well, enforces any of that stuff. Well, who would enforce it though? But I, th- Agit Podge or however that head of the FCC, that's who would have to enforce it. Who's Trump's boy? I thought. Th- I thought with that. Um, I thought that with that fairness doctrine that they were like got rid of that or something. Is that still a thing? Okay, you know what? You might be right. That could have been thrown out the window. Uh, we'll look that up later. Yeah, It'd be nice if anybody wants to work as a attend our podcast as a free researcher. We need an intern like Seinfeld. Uh, can we use Siri? Uh, no, because <laughs> the problem is like that's why you need someone else. Because yeah. the minute we stop talking, people stop listening. Yeah, the podcast we, we, is over. We need a research assistant, a live research assistant. Anyway, so these guys like Giuliani and him, they're literally doing this fucking show. Like, I mean, it was, hey, you know, hey, first time, long time. How do you, <laughs> hey, Mike from Long Island, how do you think we should, uh, you know, save the president? I mean, what? When, when are you going to arrest Hillary? Yeah. 
By the way, I got on YouTube when I was looking for that, and I found that Jay Sekulow... Jay Sekulow is actually a pretty uh, talented musician. Oh, is he? I didn't know this. The first thing when you type in on YouTube, when you type in Jay Sekulow, is it, so it auto-filled Jay Sekulow band, and I was like, oh, <laughs> no. I got... I was like, oh, I got to see this. Oh, I had no idea. I, that's the first thing I'm looking up when we're done. So then I'm looking it up, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pull these clips and goof on them, but <laughs> there was nothing to goof on because, first of all, most of them are covers, so there was nothing... But I, I mean, he's he's a good drummer. Oh, he's the drummer. He's a drummer. <laughs> All right. But it's funny because you could tell basically there's actual musicians in there I've heard of. What okay. you can tell is that he he probably throws money at all these guys. Oh well, yeah. To just show up. So you're saying he's got like proper famous musicians playing with him, or at least real talented yeah. pros. He had John Elefante, I think his name is, who right. was one of the singers in Kansas. Okay. Like he, you know, <laughs> not we're not talking about like household names, but people who have made a career. Yeah. There was some guy from that. That huge prog rock band in um, Canada from back when. Not not Rush, but like prog rock. some other Canada. Petra. I think it was Petra. There was a Petra. I don't know if they were from Canada, but okay. They might have been. All right. Uh, anyway, so that, you know, I was like, wow, this guy, you know, if he wasn't such like an asshole, <laughs> you know. Okay. I brought this up a few weeks ago. I'm going to bring it up again. When this all eventually goes to some sort of trial, whether it's the Supreme Court or, or not, is Seculo and Giuliani going to be in court representing Donald Trump? Neither of them are actually real lawyers, so I don't... No, they're not. They're fake TV lawyers. Well, do you know what Jay Seculo actually... And I'm addressing this to the podcast as well. Do you know what he actually... His specialty is? Um, doesn't he just raise money for, for crazy Christians? Well, he's he's a... Yes, that too. But he's a specialist in... They're trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. That's his entire practice. That's what okay. he's an expert on. Law is like everything else. You have... Um, so I was right. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Well, law is like everything else, right? You have a specialty. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know anything about this stuff. Literally. All he knows is about how to overturn Roe v. Wade. That's it, man. No, he hasn't done it yet. And you're, and speaking of what you said, Jay Sekulow raises money for his things in these shady-ass boiler mm -hmm. rooms. They have these kids calling around. You know, <laughs> swear to God. And then Jay Sekulow keeps a cut of this shit. Of course he does. Yeah, there was an article somewhere. I read this a while ago. They're all so dirty. And those those um those political boiler rooms are in every city in America, and they raise money not just for guys like him. He but... keeps money meant for Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's, that's bad. That, that's a good one. Uh, so moving on, there was. Uh, did you see Michael Avenatti's speech in Iowa? Um, presidential candidate Michael Avenatti. Yeah, I'm gonna play this speech. I. First of all, it's a it's a great speech. I didn't hear the speech, so I'm looking forward to hearing this. I it's too long to play the whole thing. It's an excellent speech. Okay. Uh, I just want to play this, and then for anyone who's listening, just think about whether you like Avenatti or not as a candidate. Think about what he's saying here with this strategy and whether it makes any sense to to uh, to you. Tonight, however, I want to suggest a different course. I believe that our party, the Democratic Party, must be a party that fights fire with fire. I believe that we can no longer be the party that turns the other cheek. We must be the party that marshals the power of law and government to strike back at those that strike our cheek and to bring those to justice. When they go low, I say, we hit harder. Yeah, I mean... I read that quote. I heard that quote. Yes. I mean, what, 
What do you think about that? Okay, I don't know what to think of Michael Avenatti anymore. Um, I like he's a talented guy. He he sounds great on TV. Mm-hmm. Seems like a fantastic lawyer, and that was one thing to think of him when he's representing Stormy Daniels. But now all of a sudden he is a presidential candidate. So uh, I don't I don't know what to think yet because now he just seems like an opportunity. That was okay. But TV lawyers are all right. We've been goofing on them already. Mm-hmm. Well, he was getting some of the reputation that. Ha- um, uh, oh, what's her name? What's the famous female lawyer? Um, I mean, anytime there's Gloria, a woman, Gloria Allred. Gloria Allred. Yeah, he was. He had some of that vibe going on a little bit with Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. And I, I was giving him a free pass though because look, they're going to be taking down Trump because of his porn right. star client. But now he's just completely pivoted to being. A presidential candidate. So I'm a little skeptical right now of his opportunism. I can't say that word. Uh, he was in Iowa. Was that speech in Iowa? Where was he? It was. was. In, yeah. It was. So yeah, he's running. Here's what I think. Oh, okay. Well, I have a couple more things, but go ahead. No, you can go ahead. All right. Well, um, I, I don't necessarily agree with his um, when they go low, we'll go lower. Mm. I know that's not exactly the words he said. Well, he said fight the, back. Yeah. Or in the fight fire with fire, we got to play dirty. Like, did he, did he say we got to play dirty like him? Them? No, he just said, he just said, you got to hit harder. Okay. Uh, here's what I think. I'm not we, sold on him yet is what I'm at. I'm here's what I think. We can either, I think that what he said is, I agree with it a hundred percent. I think it's, I don't know if Michael Avenatti should run, will run, or whatever is going on there. But I think that we can either do it that way or we can have eight years of Trump and then whatever asshole comes after him. I saw that and I was like, that's exactly what we need. And they're already, and the Democrats are already starting to, some of them are starting to bag on this guy. If you, hey, look, here's the way I feel about it, folks. Hey, if you want another Al Gore, John Kerry, you want another John Edwards, Another Michael Dukakis. You take your pick. Okay, I don't think any or, like those guys in particular aren't going to happen. I admire. Don't get me wrong. I admire all those guys, but I'm just talking mm-hmm. about as a candidate. Mm-hmm. We can either go that route, or we can go what Avenatti said. All right. Well, like as I mentioned, I'm not quite sold yet on Avenatti. I'm not going to write him off, but I'm I'm not 100 percent sure of his motives at the moment. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not saying that Avenatti should run, but just his what he's saying, his message. Okay. That we can go that route, or we can go have another nightmare like we're in right now. He doesn't say go lower, but he said hit back, and right. that's I, to me that's the problem. Okay. Um, I love what he said. All right. Like I said, I'm not sold on him yet, but mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. they say the definition of that. You know, uh, what do they call it? A, it's not the official definition, but just the one that people use in society of insanity is doing the same thing over you know and what? over again. I I call shenanigans on that quote that quote is so bs and made up nobody ever said that but it's true though but that's not the definition of insanity no that's what i'm saying it's <laughs> it's not the. that's exactly what i just said it's not the dictionary definition i know i'm busting you for using a cliche that i don't like but it's true though and that's the problem and don't you see we we've been running the same guy for years and that's except for obama he was the outlier mm-hmm. and i to me it's just it's just sad well hillary was not that guy i'm gonna just i absolutely think she was that guy no, you know, she wasn't that guy. She was not John Edwards. She was not Al Gore. I'm going to just say something that might make a lot of people mad. I think she was probably the worst presidential candidate I've ever seen. She lost the election, despite everything that happened with Russia. She lost an election to Donald Trump. And that's, that's just the way. It's not a bag on all her skills and who she is. Mm-hmm. But it was just 
Horrible. All right. Well, we're not going to cry baby over Hillary. We've been doing that for too long. No, I just I voted for her. I mean, because right. I'm not I'm not crazy. All right. Well, let, let's see what Avenatti's got. He's got a little time to to impress us, impress yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sold on him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So, uh, in terms of the uh, the gun issue that's still going around, uh, remember we played that uh, that Australian. Uh, yes, that was awesome. <laughs> so uh, after that, I got a message from uh, our friend Meg there in Australia, who said you got to listen to this other song. So this is uh, this is called Australia's Deadliest Animals. All right, it's by the Van Vuren Brothers. Okay, and check this out right here. In Australia, we've got deadly animals aplenty. We've got funnel web spiders who'll murder you and your family. Under every second rock is a red-backed spider and they'll kill you just because, I don't know, they're bored or whatever. We've got invisible brown snakes who'll bite you on the foot and you'll be dead in seven minutes. Just like that, kaput. We've got the world's deadliest creatures all over the place. We've got magpies who'll steal the eyeballs from your face. But at least we don't have AR-15. <laughs> yeah. How awesome is that? That's, that's, that's fun. That's not the same kind of Australian music I love, but that's that's cute and funny. It's hilarious. Great white sharks will ascend from the deep and rip you in. All right, you get you get the idea. That's no rose tattoo. That's no cold chisel, but it's good. Yeah, seems like everything, all the art that's being created around the world now is just about how we're just assholes. <laughs> which is yeah, we are. Which is which is true. I can't deny it. I'm just I have to have to laugh about it because we are. Yeah, keep as a country we are. If anyone has cool stuff for us like that, just keep sending it to us. Please do. Muller Time Podcast on Facebook. It uh, it also makes just pure laziness makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> just send me things. All right. You can send it to, uh, yeah, the Facebook page or if you want to, you know, on Twitter, I'm uh, E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I. And Low Progressive on Twitter. I'm yeah. not going to spell it out. You can find me. It's Low Progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to hit us up. Uh what time? Oh, we got a little time. We got some time. So, the the press seems to finally have caught a clue that maybe uh, we got troubles. On on what? What are you talking about? On August sixteenth, uh, most of the major newspapers in this country are going to publish coordinated op eds on how on Trump attacking the press. Oh wow! All uh, on oh, the same I, day. I did read yeah. about this. this that's actually happening on that's uh, Thursday this week. I think so. Yeah. August sixteenth. Okay. Yeah. It only took them uh, five years, but they finally seem so to have gotten it together. The press is colluding against Trump. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody, <laughs> Ari Fleischer, one of the lowest dirtbags ever. He actually said that. Uh-huh. I don't know if you... No, it. I think that's what I saw. I saw somebody on Twitter, I don't remember who, yeah, complaining that the press is going to collude against Trump. Yeah, yeah. But they're allowed to. It's okay. That's what the Second or First Amendment's about. Yeah. No, not the Second Amendment. That's not what that's about. Yeah, but that's going to be a really great thing, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Ari Fleischer, one of the, God, part of the, the Bush administration. Yeah, he was Bush's press secretary, right? Man, the lowest, until Trump came along, the lowest of the low, that administration. Oh, yeah, I miss those days. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, miss me yet? Well, we had Obama waiting for us in those days. <laughs> I'll never say that at the time I said this is the worst president. Of course, now I ate my words. Mm. Yeah, missed that guy. What a! I don't think is it possible to have a worse pres a worse president yeah. than Trump. By the way, I don't miss Bush. I just miss anything other than this. Yeah, that's a great question. I I think if it's anything worse, that's not a president anymore. Yeah, Trump is barely a president. He's he's we. The truth is, we don't have a president. No, 
it's actually a testament to this, this the strength of the federal government that things are running at all. Well, look, when Russia is telling Trump who he needs to put on his ca- in his cabinet, then who? Well, who's really the president? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Trump doesn't even know when his chief of staff is firing his uh, oh, <laughs> his yeah. staffers. One of the things I love about doing this podcast is that I we control it and we don't have like I don't have to do Omarosa or anything if we I don't, don't want have to. No, we we made it this far in tonight without saying Omarosa, and I and I'm the one who at fault for bringing her up. And I'll never play a clip of you know whose voice either because that's I don't want to hear his voice. That's another thing that. We're going to play his voice one day. It'll probably happen, but it's... Yeah, we're going to play it when, he's, when it's over. That's right. That's what we're going to hear you're, from him. You're, you're absolutely right. We're going to play it when it's over. proudly. Yeah, and this, like, with the Amoroso, with the, the... I mean, as funny as that tape is and how, by the way, bizarre that is. Oh, yeah. That it sounds, like, crystal clear. Well, did you hear the recording of her phone call with Trump that she released today? I heard that as well. Yeah. That, Trump is the worst liar ever. Do you believe him? Oh, oh, I know. I really don't love this. Oh, I had no idea. It's like, come on. (laughs) Really? I I do want to find out, though, who made that recording. Because that... Well, yeah, Omarosa ducked the question on MSNBC today as well. She said, I'm going to let you guess. Leave that up to your imagination, is what she said when asked how the recording was made. I mean, I've been working in TV and radio, and you have too for a long time. Mm. That, That It's not a phone. I don't know... But it sounds like crystal clear. Yeah, that doesn't sound like an iPhone recording to me at all. I don't know how she did it, and she is insane. I mean, that sounds like she was mic'd up. Yeah. But where was the uh, the other equipment? It doesn't... Well, she was mic'd up, and... Um, well, look, that, it, it, no one else needs to be operating the other equipment. This is the 21st century. It, exactly, yeah. She could have had whatever the other half of the device in a bag that was not in the skiff in the Situation Room. I also put an article up on the Mother Time Facebook page about... Apparently, the biggest grifter who's gone totally unnoticed in this administration because of everyone else, mm-hmm. uh, which is Wilbur Ross. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, we were talking about that at, at Kettle Glaze Donuts the other morning. That's right. Yeah. Per Forbes magazine, Wilbur Ross has stolen over $150 million from investors in his long career. Mm-hmm. So check out that article. He's done it by just stealing a little bit from every you know, a million here, a million there. Not a lot to people like us, but to him. And then they totaled it up. It's unbelievable. They said he's a pathological liar. Okay, that gets back to what what I was saying earlier with Manafort. All right, well, if I was going to go steal a million dollars once, I'm good. I don't need to steal another million dollars. I'm done. I'm out. I got away with it, and I'm done. Well, they said this guy, he's like a character from a Dickens novel. He steals sweet and lows. Oh, that's right. He's that guy. That's what, who's that guy? Um, the guy's in trouble over at CBS right now. Less Les Les Moon Vest. Oh, yeah. He did that one time in L.A. He... He, he parked his car, he valeted, and he only had a $100 bill, and he asked the kid for change. Oh, no. A guy, Les Moonves is, I think he's a billionaire, right? Or he's well, close look, to it. He's the head of uh, not just CBS, he's in the head of all of Viacom? Yeah. Yeah, he, he can afford to tip a, a valet driver 100 bucks. It was so bad that it got, you know, it, that got leaked right away to TMZ or whatever <laughs> because of just how horrible it was. Mm. Uh, yeah, people love telling TMZ when rich people are real stingy. You, you want to get anything in or anything? Uh, no, anyway, I got Omarosa in. You got Omarosa. <laughs> yeah, we'll be. We'll be uh, there's one, there is one more thing I want to get in. All right. Uh, so we're about 90 days, a little less from the midterms. Uh, this is the time right now to go on the website wherever you live 
and check your voter registration. Oh, absolutely. If you think you've been registered to vote for years, this is the year to check up on your registration. Right. Yeah. We don't know what these people have planned. We know these Russians and Trump because they lose control of the House and it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's over. Impeachment or whatever, there's going to be investigation. It's going to be nonstop. Yeah. The presidency is over if they lose control of one house. So we don't know what they have planned. So go on the site. I did it the other day. You know, maybe maybe you, you good. I'm good to go. All right. I got ch- I haven't checked yet. I will check before we record next week and I'll give you all an update on my voter registration status. Because the law is that 90 days from the election, they're not the state is not allowed to make changes under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. So you make sure you're good to go and they can't do anything to you. But if you wait too long and it's a week before, you could have problems. Yeah, look, any of our listeners, especially in swing states, uh-huh. please check your voter registration now. Like, do it as soon as you're done listening. And tell your friends and literally print that thing out yeah. and take it with you. Yeah, we, it's true. We live in California where that may not be as much of an issue. Look, yeah, we, we're not as, it's not as likely the voting shenanigans are going to happen right. here in California. But hey, if you are in Ohio, right. if you're in Florida, well, yeah, I, check it out now. I, I just want to overemphasize again, these people are planning something and we don't know what it is. Mm. And that's very, very disturbing. Oh, I have some nightmare scenarios of what it's going to be. And we, I think we talked a little bit about it on Facebook private message earlier yeah. in the week. Well, we know that Russia has hacked and has control of our power grid. And then we learned earlier this week that China is in the, which system was that? Oh, the... Um they hacked into it was not the power system. No. Oh, oh, they got into the weather system. Yeah, the National Weather yeah. Service. Yeah, some we're gonna have nationwide blackout on election day this year. That's what I'm afraid of. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> this has been Mueller time. Oh come on, I had uh, I had to get some of my left wing nut job Alex Jones stuff in. No, no, it's there I'm you not, go. That's what I had to get in. For I'm, the not, other. Nah. I'm I'm an entertainer. I'm just <laughs> I'm just being funny. Oh, there's nothing funny about the the Russian blackout in America on election day 2018. So you can follow me on Twitter at E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I or Instagram or whatever. And I'm low progressive on Twitter. Find me there. Right. Uh, Also, if you could please leave us a review. Really appreciate you guys doing that on iTunes or wherever you listen. Drop us a line. Otherwise, uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in.